does every girl tell you like you got the biggest dick they've ever seen? Yeah, they always do. Why do they do that? Oh, I had one girl go, you're not going to put that inside of me. <laughs> Are you sure that was a size thing? Yeah. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City. Like women turn me into like a, I don't even know the word, a hulk for pussy. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. From the New York Daily News, they report under the headline, Creepy and Kooky Suspect and Subhead says, Smelly Sex Rap Attorney Lived in Office. The lead, word for word, from the Daily News. A once promising Park Avenue lawyer, busted as a serial sex stalker, lived inside his rented Midtown office while terrifying his fellow tenants. According to one of his neighbors, it's funny to me because it's uh, not talking about the facts of the story, but I'll just, I'll, we'll get to those. But maybe it's not as funny to uh, you out there. I can't help laughing at the determination on the part of the Daily News to assign some sympathetic adjectives to accused criminals. You know, he's not just some piece of crap who lived in his rented office and stalks women. He's a once promising Park Avenue lawyer. How do we know he's promising? How long ago? was it that he was filled with promise there's a photo of this guy and and it's up at crimereport.nyc where you can find some additional information pictures we refer to here etc go there he looks like a basic lunatic and nothing else in the story leads me to believe otherwise except his compassionate heartrending idea that the daily news puts forth about him being once promising should we feel sad the daily news always wants you to feel like a woman in the temperance movement. Look how far this man has fallen, all due to imbibing a victim of the fatal curse of drink. The links to which editors will go to maintain the consistency of their message. Join me now. Rob Shapiro. Hey, Rob. Good to have you back. Yeah, this is the show that gives me the reason to live, because until I get on the show, I, have, I really don't want to live. And yeah. that's, that's the highest possible compliment. That's just short of being a hot girl uh, uh, Damn. who smiles at me. Oh, wow. That's, uh, and, and there's nothing I'd rather be than a hot girl, than a hot girl smiling at you. Look at this picture of uh, the, this is the, uh, the suspect. Look at him. Uh, this guy here. Oh, my check God. Out. I mean, does he look like a once promising Park Avenue lawyer? He looks like a general bum. He looks like a guy who's promising to become a scumbag. Like, yeah. I'm, 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 I promise you. Don't look, look at my eyes. The <laughs> eyes are the windows to the soul. Yeah. Look. Okay, what does my soul say? Creepy. Gotcha. When I say it, you believe it. I am a... <laughs> How do you get past the dean at the law school? <laughs> How do you... I, good question. I mean, he didn't pay him off. I don't think. He didn't... Uh, He's, this guy's got a hairline that has receded, and it's just it never runs out of room. You know what I mean? It's like it's backed up against the wall. His eyes are shifting hard to the left. I mean, I suppose if you catch anybody at the right moment, they look like a maniac. But <laughs> this guy is the real deal. I is, think. What did he do? That's what everybody wants to know. What's his What's his sex offense? Do, do you ever feel like you might have accidentally been a sex offender? Because I don't. Oh, I almost think this guy uh, might have. Oh well, he is a sex offender, isn't he? Well, sort. I mean, he's arrested for it, but I mean, it's a. Uh, you know, he, the weird part about him is that he lived in his office, apparently. You know what I mean? Like, he lived, but that's the that's weirder part. That's called being part. broke. Yeah. <laughs> that's called being a shitty <laughs> well, Park yeah. Avenue lawyer. Un- unpromising. Yeah. Promise broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> promises, promises. Uh, and, well, he terrified fellow tenants, according to one of his neighbors. 
and uh, and then here's another quote from the Daily News, which I must assure you that I am reading intact uh, because you know uh, here it is from the New York Daily News: the weird to everyone, 35 year old Rashawn Kelly Kelly reeked of body odor, wandered the seventh floor of 250 Park Avenue in sweatpants and slippers said Joyce Santiago, who ran an arts education nonprofit from an office nearby. I told my family six months ago that I was petrified of going to my office early in the morning because of this guy living there. I understand that. You don't want to be around that guy. But still, you know, people got to live. You know, I mean, what the fuck? It's his office. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. From my experience, and there's a lot of it, a guy walking around in sweats, and and slippers and and bug eyes and sleeping in his office that's mm-hmm. crack the guy was smoking all night and and he's tweaking uh-huh. and then he's on on crack you're gonna ba- bang on doors go let's kick it come on let's kick it you want to kick it let's kick it. who wants to get to kick? and they're like he's threatening to rape me no i just i just want anybody anybody got any porn he's <laughs> as a crackhead you just think you're asking politely uh-huh but it comes out to people as well oh, he's trying to rape me no i was just asking then stop waving your arms frenetically wild i didn't know that i've never done crack Oh, you missed out. I've never, I've never been in the, in the company of people who were doing a lot of crack, oh, and it's never really, or, or doing any, even a small. You never hung crack. out with the A list once, <laughs> one single time. I've never. When I was in L.A., crack was like smoking weed. I'm telling you, when I, I, I was doing a film, it was going to be my breakout thing, but I sabotaged it because that's my middle name, that's uh, my career. And Rob uh, sabotage Shapiro. We, we were at a party with models and stars and everything, and these hot girls come, come in. They go, come to the bedroom with me, me and a couple of other guys, uh, actors, and they come in, and they, we think we're going to smoke weed. They pull out crack pipes. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And we look, and then they got horny and fucked the shit out of us, and I'm not lying, Oh, that's man. terrible. It was amazing. And I, so my friend goes, uh, this guy Steve goes, uh, but don't smoke it. And I, I hadn't smoked it. I said, no, well, why not? They're smoking, and they're, and they're, no, they're not going to be normal. In, they're in sexy ladies. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course I smoked. I wound up getting hooked on one, and we became codependent crackheads. And six months later, she's turning tricks, and I'm breaking car windows and stealing radios. You mean hooked on one of the ladies, not the crack. Oh, yeah, I always got hooked on oh, one of the ladies, and then whatever she was hooked the on. The only thing more addictive than crack. Oh, my God. These ladies are like crack. Did you ever for a joke when you were smoking crack? This crack is like crack. <laughs> <laughs> crack is so good, I think it's pussy. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. She told her family that six months ago, and then she told the Daily News. And by the way, this is another quote. He was creepy. I'm not shocked that he's a serial sex fiend. Well, he's an, excuse me, he's an accused serial sex fiend. What, 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 what's a sex fiend? The guy watches porn. He's a serial sex fiend. That means he wants sex more than three times. Like, what, what like, hey, look right over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mirror. <laughs> Thank God I'm short. <laughs> I, I think a sex fiend is just somebody who uh, does anything in the sex department. You know, you can call anybody that. All you right, know? then what's a serial sex fiend? The guy's horny more often than once? He just continues doing it, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, right, a momentary sex fiend. Right. I'm a serial masturbator. What? I do it once a day, every single day. Every single day forever. Yeah. I, I get what you mean now. Okay. But so she says here, you can't, uh, knowing that a psycho is in your office. Okay. It's not a comfortable walk to the office, not having the lights on. I understand. Uh, you, you know, I mean, like, uh, being afraid at home is bad, and then yeah. being at work and afraid is bad, but... Uh, uh, 
I don't know why, but I just hate this woman. I just, you know, all these complaints. It's like she could not wait to talk to a newspaper about her fucking weird neighbor. Yeah, she's one of those. I tried to tell. I, I was the first one who knew. I was the first one, and I tried to tell. I told you so. Six months ago, I told my family, and I run an arts nonprofit, <laughs> arts education nonprofit. I don't even know what that is. It sounds like she gets paid a bunch of money to do dumb stuff. I don't know what it is, but I just don't like her. And and, and this guy, I kind of do like, as crazy as he is looking anyway. And I know, he, well, see, what's he accused of? He didn't actually put his dick in anybody. I don't think he actually touched anybody. He's he terrorized. He's accused of following three Manhattan women into their apartment building and then trying to sexually assault the victims. Huh. In each case, he slipped into their building and tried to molest and rape his victims. Uh, uh, less likable. Uh, it says, well, first it tried to sexually assault him, then it says tried to tried to molest and rape. I just don't see how you can pick one, pick a lane. You uh, know, I mean, those seems like very very different. I mean, molest, I guess, is the same as sexual assault, but tried to rape. If you try to rape somebody, you need to have uh, your dick out. It's hard. She's fucking, and you're ripping her clothes off, going rape. You know what I mean? How do you know that that's my ultimate idea? Maybe I just want to see you naked. Right, uh, I don't like. I'm not. I'm not fucking no, trying no, to be I, an apologist I think we're for rape. You <laughs> keep talking about rape. And don't just. I mean, like, how do you know that that's attempted? Rape? Okay. All well, right. Oh, that's well put. Right. How what, do you know? At what like, point does it become? Yeah, right, uh, they probably. Go, I'm gonna rape you now. But wait, I can pull down my fly. Uh, oh, yeah. oh wait, we're making. What was it? it say? Banging? What'd you say? I'm gonna rape you. No, no. You said something about. Uh, uh, you know. You think you're asking politely when you're on crack? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to kick it? You want to kick, kick it? You want to kick it? <laughs> Cops followed an evidence trail of video surveillance. That's uh, how is that a trail? Of video? <laughs> they watched the tape. Oh, <laughs> witnesses' statements and tips about the assaults that occurred uh, between those they occurred between December eighth, two thousand fourteen. This is the amazing part, and January fourteenth of two thousand fifteen. This this is just years ago. This shit happened. Yeah, you know, right about uh, three years ago. So she had a non-profit and told her family, but she never called the cops. Six months ago, she mentioned it, uh, but yeah. she didn't know that this guy had done some stuff. But she, 14, you go, I even mentioned it. You what? You you called the cops? No, I, I mentioned it. It came out in conversation, but we were on another topic right away. But I mentioned it. Yeah, it was in there. Uh, held on $200,000 bail in Rikers. That means he's going to stay in jail, probably. Yeah. He's a native of violent Brooklyn, Canarsie, and he denies all, he denies all the charges. Uh, once again, uh, the guy is 35-year-old Rashawn Kelly. This you, could be where the promising comes in. If he defends himself and wins, then I'm going to promise. Then I'm fucking, I'll give it up. Yeah. I'll give it up. But he looks like a weirdo. And I still like him. I can't help it. Rashawn Kelly, I like him. He's a native of violent Brooklyn, as I said. He graduated in 2012 from New York Law School. So he was only a promising young lawyer <laughs> for two years at max. Max. And fairly recently. That's what I mean. From 2012 to 2014, and then he started following women into buildings. How long does it take for a promise not to be fulfilled that it's considered broken? I think he's within the statute of limitations, so he's still promising. You, you think he's still promising? Oh, yeah, I I, he I, that's what they should have said. A promising <laughs> right. young Park right. Avenue attorney. Authored, uh, by the way, this guy. He specialized in, in commercial law, and he's an author. He authored a 2006, well, he wrote then a 2006 article in the Contemporary Justice uh, Review Law Journal. That sounds made up. Contemporary Justice Review Law Journal. <laughs> magazine, monthly. About <laughs> restorative justice. Okay? And it includes a section on how crime victims get closure by forgiving their attackers. Hey, I'm sure he'll be citing that in his trial. <laughs> 
come on. If they for, if, if they forgive me, y'all can forgive me. If they forgive me, Your Honor, they might have second thought about the charges. So let, let's work on the forgiveness. You want to feel better. If they don't change their mind, then then I'll then I'll take the rap. You think if you try to rape a judge, that would be the ultimate, right? <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna I, rape somebody, I get so shut down about rape. I'm such a filthy guy. Oh, really? But rape, it makes you go. Uh, 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 no, that's that's best. That's best. Uh, right. Now, uh, all right, we'll move it on then to a, a sanitation hit and run. When a city worker driving a massive sanitation sand spreading truck recently struck a woman crossing, or not recently struck, fatally struck a woman crossing a Bronx Street Tuesday. That's in the Boogie D, and he fled the scene. It was about eight thirty a.m. Excuse me, it was about 6.30 a.m. Man, I'm not on it today. 33-year-old driver. We don't have his name. wonder why that is, because he works for the city. Yeah. Usually they put that. was making a left turn. Now, you tell me if you know where this is. Left turn off uh, 138th onto Willis Avenue. Do you know that corner? No, no, that's the Bronx. That's east, I think. That's east 138th. Yeah, so it's the Bronx. Okay. Yeah, it's the Bronx. If it was west, it's, uh, it's still Harlem. Oh, really? Or Inwood or Harlem, yeah. But if oh. it's East, and, and Willis Avenue is a Bronx street. Because that's the shape of the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's... Uh, yeah, South Bronx is rough. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, w- I wonder how you... It just seems like you'd have to try to get run over by a great big fucking sand truck. I'm not blaming the victim. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you know, how do you do that? I mean, like, I, I see cars and shit. They I go, go like I don't... four miles an hour. Yeah. Spreading sand. I know. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, maybe... Was he drunk? It doesn't say that, so I don't think so. But he fled the scene, so maybe... Uh, Now, the woman... The victim died at the scene, by the way. And uh, when he slammed into the victim, he stopped briefly and then kept going, which is a dead giveaway. (laughs) You gotta just... You gotta make a decision as soon as you feel that... You gotta make a decision. Pat, you're one of the few comics who makes me laugh. I I become audience. I can't (laughs) want to talk when you talk. (laughs) That means I'm ruining a good time. No, man. Uh, you had a good crack story, though. Yeah, I can't believe you got all that pussy smoking crack. Oh my God. Does it- Why do you think I would have stayed hooked? I was like, this is unbelievable. I, uh, I, I went to an AA me- meeting and put my hand up with movie stars. Put my hand up going, I'm Rob. Uh, something's going on with me. I'm hooked on crack. I came here, I was doing a film, and now I got nothing, and I'm hooked on crack. All these guys, so a couple of famous guys come run over. We'll, we'll help you. There's a girl in my apartment, and she's smoking crack, and her girlfriend's are smoking. And, and on the and way you there. you guys all went there. They all <laughs> went there, and they said, Rob, you got to get her to leave. Okay. Okay, and the minute I get there, I look at her and, and her friends, no joke. And I went, everybody leave to the guys. They go, I said, get the, uh, I became a monk, get out of my house. Wow. Like women turn me into, like, a, I don't even know the word, a hulk for pussy. Now I know why you leave. don't want to talk about rape. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> But I, I turn into a Hulk for pussy. Yeah, I'm like, men, get out. These are my women. Holy shit, dude. That is a They fucking... were shocked. I, I, and, I, and were they nude, these girls at the time? No, they were in thongs and fucking Victoria's Secret. They were, one was 5'11". I'm telling you, these were gorgeous girls. These, they hadn't turned yet into Pockmark, fix your makeup in the side view mirror of a van. The, la- uh, the latter crackhead right. stuff, yeah. These girls uh, had a lot of enablers so they could stay good looking. It was crazy. Enablers. And the sex was unbelievable. I and would they, imagine, and they all three, three of them were like, "We're your new girlfriends," and they could have been three with of anybody. Wait, how I many? Swear of, to God. How many of them were there? Well, the, I mean, at times there were like five or six in, in the apartment, but I, I wound up living with three. Oh yeah. So you had five nude models oh, uh, they, prancing around well, in their underwear, the 80s smoking on a crack. Wednesday. I'm talking. It took it took crack in the '90s. 
Or oh, the 2000. Christ. But in, in the 80s, it just took a little blow. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they were my three girlfriends everywhere we went. We'd get free pizza because one of them go, I go, we don't have, have money. Why would they even be with me with no money? Uh, you know, uh, suppose you were a fun guy, good yeah, looking guy. Uh, well, uh, they thought you would soon have money. That's probably yeah, it. yeah. I was a good investment. Uh, but anyway, they'd go. Oh, uh, they'd come back with three pieces. Pe- I go, well, how, how'd, how'd you get a beautiful Ford model? I'm telling you, she goes, uh, uh, I I blow the owner, and and he, he gives me three pieces. Thank you for blowing him. No problem. Um, if you got three girlfriends, yeah, you can spare one to blow the owner <laughs> a pizza. If it's free pizza, yeah, she's blowing a guy for pizza though. That's got to be a bad sign. That's yeah. got to be a sign that, like, you know, you should have told her, get the fuck out. You blew it. Get the fuck out. And they're like, leave the pizza. But you get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple and ham. Pizza. Get the fuck out. That's Come back pizza. tomorrow around dinner time. Hawaiian pizza. Beat you it. better blow them tomorrow and bring some pizza. Take Hawaii. up the ass for pepperoni. You, yeah, really. Think. I, I mean, if I take some uh, bacon and dunk it in syrup, it tastes good. I'm not going to put it on a pizza. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> the woman wasn't carrying any ID. Cops weren't immediately able to identify her. Uh, so, so some lady and got run over by some guy. Okay, so six thirty in the morning with no I- ID. We got a hooker or an addict or a homeless woman. That's it. Maybe all the above. Oh yeah, right. Uh, they caught they caught up to the driver later though. They took him for questioning. Uh, not immediately charged because they go. Nobody knows this bitch. <laughs> you know, we charge this guy a whole trial and everything. Did you mean to do it? Well, yeah. No. Okay. How fast were you going? Seven miles an hour. So you were over the speed limit for assault truck. Yeah. Mm. Well. Turns assault truck into an assault truck. <laughs> guy was former salt of the earth. Not anymore. Uh, he's now he's assault of the earth. But what? How do you? How do you get hit by assault truck? I can't even Again, come up with a scenario. It's, it's odd. You have to be standing there, and he has to be texting. That, and look, be maybe it. if you're a bird, and the salt gets on your wings. <laughs> we are uh, cooperating fully with the police investigation. Said a sanitation department spokesman. DSNY safety personnel are conducting an investigation as well. Investigation is a word that I'm so tired of hearing. I don't believe in the legitimacy or the integrity of an investigation. You know what I mean? It just always sounds like something that they're doing. Well, we're just going to fucking not really do anything until... Who's got the manila folder? Which yeah. one of you guys? Put Bring it on my desk. There's a box that just says files. <laughs> yeah. That's something. That's a funny trope in shows. Sometimes you know, like somebody's walking out, like if they get fired or something, or they're carrying a box and it says files. Put it by cold cases. <laughs> now, here's a story from today. This is pretty uh, surprising. You don't really think of the NYPD uh, as policing marijuana that much anymore. Yeah. However, you don't expect this. Uh, police uh, arrested an off-duty cop who was caught selling pot. In violent Brooklyn, uh, Gilberto Mercedes, 42 years old. He's got 14 years on the force, and he was nabbed about 5 p.m. Well, Thursday, he was caught with a quantity. That's how much he had, a quantity. What does that mean? A bag, not a joint. Just any size bag, who knows? A quantity? You can't Uh, say that. Yeah. A quantity is is, 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 is that it exists. Yeah. Point 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 oh 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 one gram is a quantity. Quantity is just a, numer- a numerical asking. Yeah, it it just means that it, you, yeah. you have to have an adjective there: large quantity or small quantity. It just says in quotes a quantity of marijuana. I, I think because it's a cop, they're just going. You yeah. know, there was some. Uh, <laughs> it was inside a Bushwick liquor store where they caught him, and they charged a Bronx cop from Boogie D 
with criminal sale of marijuana and unlawful possession of marijuana. He was also charged with endangering the welfare of a child for allegedly buying alcohol for a minor, according to the Daily News. That is their story of the Is it the, the woman that got hit by bus. the salt truck, maybe? Yeah. Uh, this, that was at 615 when she was with him. <laughs> this is nuts, isn't it? Uh, I mean, 42 years old, you got 14 years on the force, and you go, I don't see I'm six years away from full pension. He makes 85 grand a year. Pat, that's something I would do. I'm not even kidding. Of course. Oh, really? People do things. You know, I, I, I throw a wrench into the perfect life. I'll oh. take a shit in the middle of my own penthouse apartment and make sure the fan's on. I'm telling you, there's people like that. They're like, there's no explaining it. A once promising comedian, <laughs> Rob Shapiro. <laughs> he gets two felonies in his 50s. There were 12 years of sobriety. That's what you get for not drinking. You know what I mean? Oh, That's yeah, what I'm telling says. you. I've never been happier than as a sober person. I've never once, once, have I even considered having a drink. I'm lucky that way. Some people don't feel that way. Some people... Now, smoking, that's a whole different deal. 15 years, I quit, and I, I had one puff, and I went and bought not, not a carton, but a case, a case of cigarettes. Oh, I bought $9,000 worth of cigarettes and smoked a pack at a time. It's ridiculous. I remember when I quit smoking for five months when I got divorced. I, when I started back again after five and a half months, this is the first divorce, I was like... This is the best thing I've ever done. I will never quit again. I love it. Then I did quit. 15 fucking years. That's wow, you get married it. and live in a fucking box with a woman who's a little larger than average, both personality-wise and physically. Oh, she's amazing. That's some wife you got. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Look at her for 18 hours in a row. Oh, yeah, right. I know. I've been there. And if you don't want to look at her, guess what? you got to leave. Because it's a tiny studio. Because she ain't going to leave. Yep, I had to do no, that. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, no. like, hey, the grass is always greener. You know? why, don't we switch, why don't we switch homes for, for a week? Yeah, uh, I'm not really suggesting that, Hulk of pussy. Uh, yeah, no. No, but I, I had an apartment like that. The girl was in grad school. We had a tiny studio, and I yeah. had to hang out with the doorman while she was upstairs studying. I mean, we had a tiny studio. Oh, God. And, and, but she never left. So for me to do my work, I had to go to a bar, get drunk, and do my work. Which I didn't mind. Makes me insane, though. though. It's like, hey, women, leave, man, leave it out. Leave for an hour. I'll be happy when you're back. You know yeah. what I mean? Even if she, last night, Mandy had some plans that she went out to do. She was gone from about seven until maybe about two, between one and two. Paradise. So quiet. So still. There were no moods in the room. Oh. There was no clicking. There was no moving around. No coughing. No breathing. No sneezing. <laughs> no like, ow. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Ow. Oh, what the fuck? What's wrong? And if and you realize like, I mean, she stubs her toe and it's like a fucking safe fell on her foot. <laughs> oh, and after a while, I just guess you know, I'd stopped saying anything. And she's like, "Why don't you say anything when I did, when I'm hurt?" <laughs> So then there was a period so of me times. going, are you okay? You know, I, uh, yeah, it's, 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 how about this? A heated argument at a Queen strip club where hip-hop star Cardi B last year allegedly heat up a pair of bartenders. Oh, see, didn't heat them up. She beat them up. Heat them and beat them. <laughs> Do you know this club where Cardi B beat up a pair of bartenders? Uh, it ended in a drive-by shooting early Saturday, an eerie near repeat of a fatal October confrontation. Uh, two men were... 
injured. Uh, according to cops, three men were driving away from the Angels nightclub on College Point Boulevard. Uh, it sounds like a nice area. About 4 a.m. It's a friendly name. Yeah, College Point. Yeah, and, a- and Angels. Angels, could right. could possibly go wrong. Yeah. It's sounds where, very promising. It's very divine. There's clouds and harps, wings. Yeah. Students. A pussy smells like pudding, vanilla pudding. Yeah. Students, yes. College. <laughs> College heaven. Well, another car sped up to them on the service road uh, to the Whitestone Expressway outside the College Park Multiplex Cinemas, which is less than a half mile away, and a gunman in the approaching car then pumped several bullets into the victim's vehicle, striking the 28-year-old driver and a 37-year-old front seat passenger. Cops said a 36-year-old passenger in the back seat wasn't injured. Medics rushed the wounded men to the hospital. Shooter's car sped off. No arrests were made. Here's the blood in the car. Well, like, sometimes you get a nice photo. Look at that. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's a pretty good picture. That gives you the idea of some somebody who got shot right there. Yeah, that way it's trickling down. It has yeah. it dripping and everything. Exactly, yeah. It looks like, uh, you know, like the red rum, you know, that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, like they know? faked it for a, a zombie film, but it's real. And then this stuff here is the this stuff we all have in our little side fucking <laughs> dork. And like, oh, I guess people who get shot in drive-bys are just like me. Uh, they said the victim, uh, before they left the strip club, had an argument with another group of men. What argument could you have? You're like, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I'm just going to. I argued with that guy. It had to be... If I, now, there's people that I think I could kill if I knew I wouldn't get caught without conscience. There's a couple. But, you know, I, it, there's a reason. Yeah, but when you're wasted... I don't mind with my gun. I'm not ever... No way. <laughs> I've, I've never been that hammered. Have you been... I've been around people that are hammered. Oh, my God. Being around drunk people is creepy sometimes. It's gross. Like a doll's Certain kinds eyes. of twit, they turn into something else. Yeah, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Yeah, they Mr. get that... Uh, I used shark. to have the blinking left eye, this twitch, mm-hmm. where they're just going to kill you. Yeah. Person like, this is great, man. You're the best friend I... And you're like, what? They're, and they're just looking at you quietly. You're like, oh, my God. Are you talking about like a buddy that gets like yeah. that? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I knew a guy in, that I used to, I used to work with a guy. His name was Greg. And you'd get drunk, and you, you know, like he'd get fucking. He'd say, "Hey, man, you see this? You see those stars?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Those stars, man? You see them? Look at that! Look at the tip of my foot, man! Look real close. You'll see them in a minute." Like, like, what are you? What the fuck are you talking about? And he would stay in that uh. frame for way too long, and he was a big guy. And then if you let him sleep over, he's gonna piss on your fucking couch. Yeah. He was naked and afraid when he jumped down a hatch under his pop-up bathtub and disappeared into the sewer. What? This is the story. Naked and afraid. I love that. In a hot tub, that's perfect. He was naked that's and afraid. That's crackhead. He was naked and afraid when he jumped down a hatch under his pop-up bathtub and disappeared into the sewer. No. You're, that's one of the richest men. Sounds like a Vonnegut, a Kurt Vonnegut novel. Alive. Yeah, I know. Sometimes the writing is good. That's not mine, though. Naked and afraid. <laughs> a trap door in a jacuzzi. And he's a little guy, too. El Chapo. This is uh, the Mexican drug lord known as El Chapo. Uh, uh. That's his mistress right there. She's hot. She's also a politician. Her name's Lucero Guadalupe Sanchez Lopez. <laughs> Why not just add a Hernandez while you're at it? <laughs> Pictured in 2017. Yeah, she's hot. I mean, this is, but look, that's a Mexican drug lord is fucking, she is the Mexican Monica Lewinsky. That's about what she amounts to, look wise. Yeah, she does. She's got those big full lips. Kind of a round face, full face. Dying her hair red. I guarantee you she's a maniac in the sack because that's what women do when they're 
really lustful after the dick as they dye their hair red. Yeah, and the, and the, and the biker jacket. Yep, was, she's a total fuck fuck monster. I can see why he's into it, and 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 really Monica Lewinsky too. I I would have loved to have met Monica Lewinsky and, and just to have a chance. Let me tell you something. You are the ultimate woman. Don't listen to anybody. Yeah. I hate all these insults about you. I don't care because you know brings your value. You like down. to have sex and and you like men and you like power. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, sounds right. like you're great in bed. So we're uh, one out of three. Ain't bad. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Mexican drug lord known as El Chapo had no time to even throw on a pair of his favorite tidy whities when authorities staged a pre-dawn raid of one of his seven safe houses in the uh, people who speak Spanish think I'm a This is a recent raid? Uh, Culiacan. No. Well, what this is is it's in court right now because he's in court. He's on trial for being a drug lord and his wife is in the courtroom seated behind him, right? In In the gallery. And uh, this woman is on Oh, she's the stand. making a statement about the story. She's and so she's talking about shit. these things. It's kind of fucking insane when you think about it, because like, it's, it's every man's nightmare to be on trial for anything. And your fucking mistress is, oh, is, is up there going, and you're like, what is she going to say? I mean, really, you're in jail. Who cares? You know what I mean? You're, you, this guy's going to go to prison for the rest of his life or until his Mexican buddies can bust him out. Well, you, you can, yeah, the, the um, defense could break down her character saying, well, uh, let me ask him, you're going out with a drug lord, right? Okay, what does that say about you? Your Honor, I sh- <laughs> her, her testimony's no good here. Yeah. Oh, okay, a- okay, wait, a drug lord. All right, but you're a mistress, which means he lied to his, his wife about you, which means you're involved with a liar. What does She's that like, make you? You your know Honor- what? At least I did not marry that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very interesting. What are you eating? Turkey. Yeah. Can you hear it? Oh, yeah, totally. That's okay, though. We'll uh, we'll get over it. What the fuck happened to that? I have that story right here. Here it is. You see, the post version is a little bit different. That's from the Daily News. That's the way they summed it up. Naked and afraid, he jumped down and he was in the hot tub, and then some shit happened. Naked and afraid. I, I like to come. First of all, he's running all, all, all away. You say he was naked when he jumped. He was afraid. Remember that too, folks. What? Uh, here's this says cartel kingpin's wife laughs. As his tearful mistress pleads <laughs> guilty at trial, guilty, uh, not even the best uh, telenovela could match this. Jurors and observers were wrapped as Joaquin El Chapo Guzman saw one of his mistresses take the stand against him at the trial Thursday with his wife seated in the gallery behind him. Emma Colonel Aspuro, the wife of the Mexico, Mexican drug lord, Cackled with delight as her husband's side piece, Lucero Guadalupe Sanchez Lopez Hernandez, a politician in Guzman's home state of Sinaloa, until her arrest, broke down in tears and had to be taken out of the courtroom in Brooklyn Federal Court. And his wife, Colonel's Glee, her name is Colonel, that's what they're calling her, Colonel's Glee, only increased when Sanchez's lapel microphone and Colonel's glee only increased when Sanchez's lapel microphone was left on after she was removed, and it continued to broadcast her sobs throughout the courtroom. Fucking hilarious. Her wife, his wife is dying laughing at this stupid fucking mistress who's like, (laughs) crying her way out of the courtroom. Well, El Chapo and his beauty queen wife, who often blow each other kisses in court, were tense and avoided eye contact as Sanchez began Did it say that? Blowing kisses to, at each other? Yeah. That's, oh it, 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 hey, I, I already told you, no telenovela 
could surpass this story. <laughs> uh, but uh, Colonel, she's only 29, cracked a smirk when Sanchez, also 29, described her relationship with the 61-year-old cartel boss to the jurors. Now, this is uh, her testifying, uh, the mistress. Up until today, I am still confused because today I thought we were still involved as partners. The petite bottle blonde said. She looked like a bottle redhead to me. Maybe she's changed her hair. Yeah, she thought they were still together. He's <laughs> I you thought know, we were still involved. Yeah. Don't tell me it's over. 61-year-old El Chava. Oh, oh, oh. Were, were, you, were you calling your wife in prison, too? Did she give you a call? Did she fill up your commissary, too, so you could call her? Yeah. What are you doing? I what thought, are, you, yeah. are you two-timing us? I trusted every word that second, came out of your a, mouth. Not only are you a drug lord with... <laughs> how many women... This guy's probably fucking everybody. I mean, I would be if I was a Mexican drug lord. I would fuck... Every woman in Mexico, every woman yeah, in Mexico. It doesn't uh, say drug town. dealer, it says Lord. All right? So, well, you know, El Chapo is a fucking notorious and rich drug. He's broken out of prison. He uh, Not yeah. here, but like in, in fucking Mexico. They're just yeah, like, they can't keep him. a bunch of shit blows up and he just walks out the door. <laughs> man, he got, he got tunnels always dug. He's a, he lives like a king and he's just a drug lord. Uh, Sanchez. Uh, said she first started dating Chapo in 2011 at age 21. So she's been seeing this guy eight years. You know, somebody, nobody would go, none of her friends are like, come on, you're wasting your time here. He's not going to leave his wife. He's not going to leave. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but look what he buys me. Yeah. He buys me all the things that I like, like uh, apple soda. <laughs> Apple soda, pineapple, haritos. I only like fruit. Yeah. What does he do for a living? He's a god. He's, no, he's a god a of drugs. Sanchez said uh, also, Guzman sent her uh, to the States around Mexico. I wonder how they met when he was 53 and she was 21. He was in search in search of high-quality marijuana. How old was he? Well, he was 53. 53. Right. Yeah, 53 how, how years old. A 21-year-old. Because I, when I was 55, I dated a 21-year-old. Well, if you're a drug lord, you, you go, hey... Guys, go grab her. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just you just grab her. Yeah, put her in the van. So you were fifty five, dating a twenty one year old. Yeah, I met her in AA. We we lived together for almost two years. So soberly. Oh yeah. Well, you get in more trouble sober than you do drunk. Oh yeah, that's a that's a fact. That's the truth. I mean, like I almost got killed sober, and that never happened to me drunk. I right. had a woman. A woman. She tried to murder me while I was sober, and because when you're sober, sometimes you have this. Uh, Gigantic hole in your life suddenly, you know, and you're trying to fill it up with whatever the fuck, yeah. sex and fucking women who say yes, women who yes and your bullshit, women oh, who man. fill all the gaps that are. I don't mean to get you all hard here. No, right? women who, who no, I was going, <laughs> but they they yes ended my lies. Yeah. Well, so you know, that's, the, but that's a good woman, really, deep down, you know what I mean? Oh, she paid uh, my bail when I got arrested for selling pills on, on Craigslist as a sober adult speaking at meetings. You're like, I didn't do it. Text messages displayed at court Thursday show the two mixed business and pleasure. So they were, uh, he sent her all over the place looking for uh, high-quality marijuana. Uh, it was a job she said she wasn't paid for, and it took her, you know, to remote locations, and she... Uh, she could call him only by climbing to the top of a hill. That's a dedicated woman, right? Go find marijuana. Now, listen, you're going to be out of cell phone range. I'm going to fuck my wife while you're gone. 
If you need to call me, climb to the top of the hill, get a signal. Here's some gold-plated t- timberlands that will help you get up the mountain. <laughs> gold-plated. Like, I don't know what, 18-karat gold timberland Donald Pliner spiked heels. I had to pawn those boots. Uh, it ruined my Prada boots. Uh, in, in, one, in one text exchange, uh, Sanchez told Guzman she was sending him 350 kilograms of pot on a plane. And he asked her whether she no, had. That, see, that's a quantity. Marked the luggage anyway. <laughs> that's a quantity. I doubt that the guy. I doubt that the guy in the liquor store had that much on him. Uh, she, oh, love. Uh, there is a heart on them. That's what she told him. Like, that's how she marked the packages. And he goes, "How sweet." Uh, I don't know if that qualifies for mixing business and pleasure. Uh, I that that almost sounds like a sarcastic exchange. <laughs> That. Maybe I'm just not a believer. I've never been given anything with a heart on it. How long do you think love lasts? I mean, love lasts I, forever. Being in love. Yeah, stop it. Three months. Three months. That's it. <laughs> 90 days. She moved on to organizing money laundering through businesses in Mexico. So she was a hard-working uh, side piece. Uh, businesses in Mexico, Los Angeles, and Ecuador with El Chapo at one point, telling her to hire a low-income person who would be easily manipulated. <laughs> That would be me. <laughs> Got his days free. <laughs> I don't know how El Chapo talks, but I don't know that it's okay to do a Mexican accent just because it's a fucking drug lord. But then again, what's okay? What's not okay? Well, I'm obsessed with this shit. Only man. if he's been arrested. Not. Hey. Yeah, you can. You can. You're allowed to. It's part of the punishment. You know, I, I used to fuck a girl who was of uh, Spanish descent. Some of you may remember her, and. Uh, she would, she had this, she would, she, she would say, I poppy. She would literally say, I poppy. I'm like, you're putting me on. You, that's something you really say. That's hot. I poppy. But she was Puerto Rican then. She's from Spain. Oh, really? Because I, I had a girl she, from M- Madrid who never said I poppy. Well, she see, like, that's why I say, I'm going to say she's putting me on. Oh, she was wow. born in the States, born in Virginia. But her family, she was half full Spanish, and so she had this Spanish look. And uh, she would say, I poppy. I was, oh. It was convincing. She could speak. It's pretty uh, hot. She's pretty it sounds hot if a girl said it to me. Yeah. My, my, my girl from Spain would go, I think I'm coming. I think I'm coming. I said, well, let me know when you know. You know? <laughs> I think I'm coming. Okay, I'm coming. I, I think I'm coming. <laughs> oh, my God, I came. That never happened before. <laughs> yeah, every girl says that. Yeah, I make them come. I mean, I bring them to eggs. Does, does every girl tell you, like, you got the biggest dick they've ever seen? Yeah, they always do. Why do they do that? I, 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 there, it's, there's no credibility. The first one, you kind of go, you're nuts. Oh, I had one girl go, you're not going to put that inside of me. <laughs> Are you sure that was a size thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. You know, we were, just, we were just talking about movies, our favorite movies, and I asked Rob, what's your favorite movie? And he said, a movie I've seen a thousand times is Pope of Greenwich Village. Mickey Rourke, Eric Roberts, great movie. Yeah, when he, he was a good actor, then he became the villain with plastic surgery and martial arts, right? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I've seen him in. I know I've seen him in something. What was it? He was the bad guy in one of those, um, the expireds, what are they, the expendables? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then another one you said was uh, Saturday Night Fever was a great movie. Saturday, I gotta say, yeah, no, no, it's a sad movie, isn't it? It's a sad movie. Is yeah. it? Is there any uplifting quality to that movie? Because I was not able. To, <laughs> no, j- just the comedy. The stupid line. They go high pitched. How deep is your love? 
That you think song, you could be friends with a girl? You think you could do that? <laughs> yeah, I think I could. I think I could. That's how it ends, right? And yeah. I served it to Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier. You know? Why are you hitting the hair? He hits my hair. It's my tree. I work really hard on it. He hits it. <laughs> you want to hear a line in that movie that made me cry? This is how pathetic I am. You ready? It made you cry? He had a brother who was a priest who came home to tell his parents, I'm, oh, not, yes. I'm leaving the priesthood. Oh, yeah, I remember. So they're in twin beds in their rooms that, that they had as kids. Yeah. One brother wants to, and Travolta's like got his finger in his ear, you know, picking and thinking about shit, you know? And he looks up <laughs> and he and so now that you ain't so good, maybe I ain't so bad. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> Where are you I'm like, that's me. But then again, you cracked up when that guy jumped off the bridge, right? When he fell off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony, why are you calling <laughs> call me? me? You never called me. You never called. And then Rocky, I saw that the other day. My wife and I watched Rocky together. That's a fun movie to watch. She's never seen that fucking movie. I mean, she's seen it, maybe. She claims she's seen uh, it. Yes, she seems strangely to not know anything about it and was surprised at everything that happened. Did, did she like it, though? She loved it. She fucking loved it. Oh, good. Rocky is, Rocky a, fucking, is a great movie. It, it is great. And now I see what my uh, teacher meant. I had a film, you know, like little film class or some shit. And he goes, hey, the, Rocky's the only good one. All the rest of them suck. Rocky two, three, uh, you know. And it, we were only up to three then. It was in like eighth right. grade or something. Because Rocky Balboa was the last one. And they said that was as good as the first because that was back to a real story and uh, and the fighting was practically inconsequential. What you- <laughs> His life was a major di- disappointment. He was running a rush. He has a nervous b- breakdown. Where Stallone actually cried. You could see it was the best acting. Spoiler! He ever did. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Paulie wasn't supposed to be like this. Oh, when he turned out like Paulie. Yeah. You didn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking throws a. F- He's so angry. What do you mean you owe me? Oh, you. You're a whore now. You're all busted. Wait, which one is that from? The last one? The one of the first one. Uh, Polly's yelling at fucking her. You're doing good. You have that hold back of the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Put me a watch. We were talking about. You stole my watch. (laughs) And it was nothing from you. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about. uh, uh, Here's the thing with, with Travolta. You know, like, you ever watch Travolta in a movie and there's something about him? I really don't think he's acting. He's that good. And I think what maybe they do is that Travolta is somehow either very, 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 very stupid or he's programmable somehow so that he really does think that the events in the movie are happening. I really believe that's true. If you if you watch a movie with John Travolta in it with that in mind, it makes it much more enjoyable. Oh, I get like it. he really thinks this is happening. All the other characters are aware they're all sentient creatures. He really thinks that he's riding a mechanical bull. And, uh, or... Oh, man. That he, makes sense now if I look back on even Face Off. He, yeah. When he licked the girl, his daughter's cheek. He uh, believes it. Yeah, he definitely believed it. You know, I, I like to dance in my movies. <laughs> he danced in every movie that I know of. Yeah, I, I just trashed the, of the scene with Uma Thurman where they do that, the, the, the twist... Very little to that dance. They had, yeah, and they had it, they played it for some reunion they did, some awards dinner. They had them both up on stage and do it, and I trashed it. I said, this is so lame. This is not dancing. This is just put it, blah, blah, blah. This is, yeah. If this was happening at a club, he'd get the shit kicked out of him for dancing like an idiot. So you never can tell. 
I have an interesting story about a guy in violent Brooklyn who pulled out a you know, hammer. Stallone, what? St- Stallone <laughs> di- di- <laughs> directed the, the second Saturday Night Fever, the, the, the sequel. Frank Stallone? No, Sylvester Stallone uh, directed Travolta in the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, which bombed. That must have been a great fucking set. It was called Staying Alive. That must yeah. have been a fun one to be on. Hey, you know what I mean? I thought maybe you could like you know, <laughs> dance a little better this take or something. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Your best. You gotta spot your turn. You know how to spot your turn. Stick and move. Stick I mean, and move. I, I can't work on these circumstances. It's hard to save an impression. You know, yeah. what I mean? like crazed man wielding a hammer walked into a violent Brooklyn seafood uh, buffet oh, restaurant. Yeah. This was late Tuesday afternoon, and I had a completely unprovoked attack. Beat three men in the head. One died. The Crazy. second one died now, too. Oh, there's two dead now. Yeah. Obviously, I'm reading a yes, several days old newspaper. <laughs> this <laughs> newspaper is from Wednesday. And I said, I'm going to just read it right off this. But you know what? The guy's name was 34-year-old Fufai Pun. You'd think I'd come up with a... But I didn't. And, she, and this is in Sheepshead Bay and at the Seaport Buffet in Sheepshead Bay. Fufai Pun... From the seafood, uh, <laughs> this is a crazy fucking tongue twister. Fufei Pun, chef at the seaport buffet in Sheepshead Bay. It's pronounced dead at a hospital, and a uh, 60-year-old owner of the eatery and a 50-year-old manager were listed in critical condition. Now one of those is dead. You know, if, you know, it doesn't get matters. I hope it's the 60-year-old. You know, 50-year-old's got a little longer to go. Yeah, 10 years is important, Less of a waste of Kill life. me. If, if, I, if it's between me and a 50-year-old, take me. Because I don't want 60 to 70, but let him have 50 to 60. That's the last hurrah. The last hurrah. Oh, well, I yeah. got that to look forward to. That was beautiful, man. That was a 21-year-old, and then a 26, and then 27. Maybe I'll get divorced. That'll happen to me. Look, you know, I, I your t- wife is so hot, all you got to do is put her in, in different outfits, and it's like you're cheating on her. It's perfect. She can nah, be anything. You need a wig. Yeah, uh, a wig, too. I'm telling you. That, that, I told her the other day. I said, if you cheated on me, I would be grateful. I would be relieved. Because you are not the person I thought you were. Seriously, I honestly feel that way. Like like other women I've been with, I've been like, they cheated on you. I'd be crushed. I really think if Mandy cheated on me, I'd be just like. That's what I was with the 21-year-old. Good. I used good. To, I, I called a buddy of mine. I said, I'm, I can't wait to get the call. He goes, what, which call? Rob, I found somebody else. I'm like, I, every time my phone rings at a turn, I'm like, please tell me you found somebody it's else. It's not because you don't love her. No. It's because it's, she's a lot. Yeah. That's exactly right. She, she, it takes a lot of maintenance. She's oh one of those God. sports car women. You know what I mean? Some, yeah, right. That's right. Are like a fucking like what? I don't know. Ford Taurus or what? What and does it take? Much maintenance? High maintenance Toyota Corolla. With money, because they're good. They're, she, she, the high maintenance with money is easy. Some some gold digging bitch if you have money. But oh, right. a, a girl with, with some emotional, substance, but emotional. Yeah. Oh my God. And they yeah. have to be right. Just go. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're oh, right. they want to be right. And you got to be intimate. That's the whole thing. You want to be nice and intimate. Which I'm all for. I can't stand somebody who won't talk to me. Every once in a while, there she is, you know, like if I say something funny and she's looking at her phone, I just go, all right, leave the, I just fucking walk out, which means I have to go to the bathroom. But I go, I'll go behind my little curtain that I have. I have a curtain. I have a curtained off area. I go in there like a fucking dog in a crate, <laughs> just chewing on my fucking ass. <laughs> what happens? 34 year old suspect. Believed to be emotionally disturbed. They're, they believe it. They're not certain. Entered the restaurant about 5.15. I heard a bunch of people screaming. He's killing people. Look at, all, look at all the doors. Look at all the doors. 
lock all the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Come a fucking retard. Look at look at the doors. He said, lock all the <laughs> look doors. Look at those beautiful doors. <laughs> He's killing people. Get the guy with the hammer. We'll take look one at of- all the doors. <laughs> Doors, but there's a guy with a hammer. Uh, a crazed carpenter came in <laughs> swinging. I'd rather be a hammer than a nail, but I would rather be a nail than a guy at a seafood buffet. And when this guy comes in swinging, look at the doors. Randazzo said he helped uh, shelter-fleeing buffet customers and, and uh, employees in her restaurant. They explained how a guy came in with a hammer and just started screaming crazy things. They don't say one thing he screamed. I hate that. She said she told the staffers, or the staffers told her he hammered a couple of people right in the head. Blood was spattered around the buffet after the attack. Or was it cocktail sauce? This was a grisly murder scene. Grisly. A serious amount of blood was spilled. Uh, As opposed to a humorous amount. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like fucking, he was facetious with the hammer. A serious amount of blood was spilled. It sucks, the source added. This is a police source. It sucks. These guys were just working... And this asshole comes in. I don't know. I mean, that's that's not the greatest police quote I've ever heard. These guys just working an asshole. Comes in. That's what you might actually say. Uh, cops usually have like a little twist on it, you know. He's got to be some kind of an asshole. No, no, he's mostly disturbed. Nah, he's an asshole. There's a difference. <laughs> he's believed to be emotionally disturbed, but he might just be an asshole. Yeah. Mostly disturbed. They could sue the police department, I bet, for saying that. Yeah. Like, they really just want to give money away that the city has. You know, uh, what the fuck time is it? Do you know the time? Yeah, it's like uh, five. Five, ten. ten? What the fuck time? It's like, oh, all right, we'll be right back. Ten.